You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. Do it live! Fucking thing sucks! I have nothing to do with Russia, folks, okay? The mother of all bombs. You people are cancer! He's a crisis actor. Oh, uh, look at my African-American over here. Another deadly day on the Gaza border. My God, the bitch was wide! John Podesta rigged the poll. Charcoal girls are not allowed here. What's next? Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster? Hell no. You gotta see this guy. Oh, I don't know what I said. Oh, I don't remember. You would be much happier at home with a husband. 400 years? That sounds like a choice. Fucking devil raise your children, America! I wanna build a wall. Are you African American? I don't know what you're implying. And what is a Aleppo? Bing bing bong bong bing bing bing. I think the worst. This is the worst possible timeline with Eric Wilson and Patrick Kindler. It's the big one. Welcome the big to one. the Biden's America uh, <laughs> pod. Pod save the uh, representative democracy. Uh, pod save the electoral college. Uh, mm. th- this is uh, I'm Patrick. I'm Eric, and it's and it, I, I I just want to put it out there. It's not Biden's America yet. <sighs> you are still holding water for your man Trump. They uh, they called Al Gore president elect for like a month and a half. They did not. That's that's such revisionist history. I don't remember that at all. There was no like. I don't either. But it was also twenty one years ago. So there was no. There was like no confusion. He was just fighting it in the courts. Twenty years ago. Sorry. Excuse me. There was so much confusion. Were you serious? There was so much confusion. No, everybody knew what was up. It was just like you got to go through the motions of fighting the fucking thing. The Same grift as is in. Guy. The grift is in. No, he's probably going to be gone. But I mean, he is. I mean. He still like, still has like two more months. Yeah, he still got two months. But he basically—I don't think he'll show up to work. Oh well, <laughs> how would that be any different than the last four years? Yeah, I, 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 but people are like, "Oh no, he's going to uh, tweet the nuclear codes," and it's like, no, he's not doing shit. You know, he's golfing. He's yeah, you know, he's golfing. He's golfing and and uh, and, and rage tweeting and stuff like that. He's watching um, Black Panther on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I imagine you're ready to 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 go off today. Are we going to be the the anti lockdown people again? No, listen, it's easy. Lock us down tomorrow. Make everybody's mental health worse. Uh, have a bunch <laughs> of people have a bunch of people uh, turning on each other, behaving like animals. Have the fabric of our society uh, uh, tattered and and ripped. Uh, but I want to see the money. Let, let, mm. You're not locking us down without paying us. If you, if no, yeah, we gotta get, you got to get paid. Yeah. If the government is not prepared to 
match our wages to at least 80%, then get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck off. I, I am tired of this shit. Uh, I'm tired of, like, I just tried to communicate with people on Twitter and found it frustrating because my whole thing is, hey, what are we doing about this? All I keep hearing is Biden's advisors are saying lockdown, but don't worry, we're going to pay you. Pay us how? Where is the money coming from? Oh, wait, I only barely care about that. How much is it? You know? And people do these bizarre things. Everybody on Twitter acts like everybody makes $30,000 like they do. That, that's the Twitter yeah. mentality. The Twitter mentality is nobody could possibly need more than $30,000 a year because that's what I make. But I know a guy whose bills are 12 grand a month. What is your fucking $1,200 going to do for him? And if you're like, oh, I don't care. He's rich. Yo, this is a guy who employs a dozen people. If he goes and gets in a single, single vehicle car accident on the highway because he's suicidal thinking about how he can't support his family, then it's going to be a fucking problem for 12 other people. I, I hate more than anything this idea that if you make over a certain amount, your problems don't fucking matter. Because to me, it's not that different than saying if you make under a certain amount, your problems don't fucking matter. Your problems are problems. And are we going to address them or not? Because my feeling is, the, like, I'm not a trickle-down motherfucker, but there's no denying that you need rich people in most urban places to be the tax base. So what's the point is to kind of ruin all these people is to flatten, flatten everything so that everybody has to live in, in a uh, two bedroom apartment in uh, fucking East Hollywood. Is that what it is? Well, that's what we're doing. <laughs> uh, no, look, I, I no, Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, you're right. I mean, there's, I imagine, if things spiral and get worse and worse, which by any metric, it seems as though they will, you know, um, then Biden will probably, you know, try and chill. He'll attempt to institute or set some kind of tone of, of, of lockdown or whatever without really, you know, mandating anything. He'll and, and, you know, certain governors and certain senators will rebuke and certain states won't do it. And he'll try and pass a stimulus thing, which will end up being, limp totally limp dick because the republicans won't you know aren't gonna let him you know just you know throw money at people right so it, it's just it's gonna it's gonna be more of the same and i know people don't want to hear that but i think that's how it's going yeah uh you know it's i mean he can't really i mean what's he gonna do is he gonna de declare martial law is he gonna send in the fed to weld you into your home like they did in china like no he's not gonna do that and anyone that doesn't – any of the states that overwhelmingly went for Trump are going to say, LOL, SMD, Prez Biden. Don't care. Uh, listen. Okay. Um, I'm trying to figure this out right now. Back of the envelope math. No it, – it, it's not realistic. But just – there's 150 million people employed in the United States. Those, I assume that number is uh, on the books. So you can actually assume that that's uh, a far higher number of people working off the books. Uh, now, the, the household income 
uh, is 63,000 a year. I don't really know what that means. Household income. I assume that's two, two people, right? Is that right? Um, I guess. Okay. Yeah, sure. Here we go. So, uh, females who worked full time earned 45,000 on average, uh, and males, uh, made 55. So that's easy math. Let's say that the average person makes 50 grand. Okay. So let's just do, again, I'm really bad at math and I understand that this is not everybody. This is not binding. Don't take this to Washington. Okay. This is just Patrick, just shooting, shooting the shit with his friend, Eric. Okay. Um, let's see. No, it's binding. We're, we're Biden how, advisor. How many zeros in a hundred and fifty million? Let's see. That'd be one, two, three, four, five. Uh, that's six, six? seven, well, eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No, it'd be seven um, because okay. uh, the the fifty. Okay, so um, times we said fifty thousand. Is that right? Uh, yeah, uh, yes, that's the average income, roughly. Okay, so that equals. Ooh, do do do. That equals seven trillion five hundred billion. Uh, seven trillion five hundred billion. Um, that would that would have to be the the relief package. That would have to be the relief package. Okay, um, and that's not that's not accounting for um, people that make over fifty thousand, right? Right. That would be is that would be if we attempted to uh, pay for everybody's shit for. I mean, that's a full year. That's a, so that's unrealistic, but let's say that we did what people wanted to do in the beginning, which was, uh, shut down the U S until there's a vaccine. Well, that proved to be, uh, uh, almost exactly a year. Does that sound right? Uh, that they would have wanted it because they're rolling out vaccines in March, according to Australian, right. uh, sources. So if we wanted to shut down the United States for, uh, the, uh, the year, it would have been seven about seven and a half trillion dollars if we were trying to match people's salaries, which there's so many complications with that. Like again, people that work off the books, are we just, what do they starve now? You know? So yeah, there's things to consider, but, and do we have 7 trillion sort of, of. like kind of, kind of, um, I'm the guy that says, Hey, slash the defense budget now. But the re- the reality, I I, I want to live on planet Earth. The reality is, we're not slashing the defense budget for this purpose. It's just not happening. So, as much as I would like it, maybe I should just like stay on task and think about things that can happen. So, I'm I don't know. I, I'm I'm fine with all this shit. I really am. But just show me the money. Show me how this is going to work. Uh, when people hit me and they go, well, not everybody's going to be happy. Well, then don't expect everybody to do what you want. You you know what I mean? Like, like, yo, it's so goofy to say, well, some people are always going to get hurt by this, but they should just follow along. Yo, they should tell you, fuck you. They should say, Hey, you've built a system that doesn't work for me. It is my right as an individual to say, suck a dick. True. Um, this is all fantasy, right? We're going to get like roughly another 1200 bucks. I think that's, what's going to happen, right? We're, we're going to get it in Feb- February. 
I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, look, I think it's inevitable that, you know, once a Biden prez happens, you'll get another, I think another stimulus will be on the table. However, it's not going to be what's needed. It's not going to mitigate the damage that, that, uh, that a lockdown will do or, or the, uh, what has already been done. Um, so, you know, I, you know, look, another 1200 bucks doesn't make me mad necessarily, but I guess, it's, I, is it better than nothing? I, I bet to a lot of people it still feels like nothing. You know what I mean? Mm. Which again, like, yo, I don't give a fuck about the national debt. I don't give a fuck. Like, send me a fucking $1,200 check. Send, send everyone $1,200. I don't care. But we're kidding ourselves if there's some level of austerity that will ever be passed by the government. Even a supermajority of Democrats are not going to do that for you. It it it's it's not going to happen. So I guess kicking and screaming about an unjust system is like as much like I, I mean that's fine. Like I'll do that on Twitter. I'll do that all day. I don't give a fuck. I, this country sucks a dick. But um, you know, I, I I don't know. I don't know exactly what people want. I think people want to be locked down, though. I think I can confirm that people want that. Oh, the, the people want it. The Twitter crowd wants it, and I feel like we need an actual referendum where we ask real people, not weirdos. Like, do you want to be locked down, yes or no? Do you think it's a good idea, yes or no? Because the Twitter people who make $30,000 a year, uh, uh, employ nobody, offer the world very little, uh, it's like, yo, why am I weighing you more heavily than a guy that owns two barber shops? You know what I'm saying? Like, why am I treating you like your opinion matters more uh, than uh, uh, somebody who uh, left their giant corporation to start their own SEO firm? Like, yo, why? Why am I? Tr- why am I valuing you? Because you you tweet all day? Because you have sixty five thousand followers? I'm supposed to give a fuck what you think about this? You're not a fu- you're not a. There's no part of you that is qualified to answer this. You have the same vote as the guy who sells bait and tackle. You understand? So like, I think it's absurd how much media has given to Twitter. And this is a Twitter. Mm, excuse me. Twitter, have, you, have you not seen the blue check mark next to my name? All right. That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> have you not seen my blue check mark? I am an editor at WAPO. Yeah. So that's kind of like, that's the thing, right? Is it, there's this self-involved nature of this whole thing whereas like you wanted to be an arbiter then you kind of became one and had no answers whatsoever yeah well look no one has any value to the no one values their lives is that fair to say no one has what no one values their lives oh oh oh, no no i would say that more this pandemic did the opposite of what in my view it should have done this was an opportunity for you to fucking uh, be self-actualized, you, you, you to uh, take inventory of your life. And instead, uh, you took makeup tutorials on, on YouTube until you got bored, uh, and then you smoked weed. And mm. it, it is... It's depressing. <laughs> like, like, yo... <laughs> This is not like a climber, achiever, striver fucking podcast. I'm, you know, I want to play Switch when I get off this fucking podcast. I want to lay on a cot and play Switch for an hour. 
it's not like we're fucking taking the world by storm, but loser brain is too much for me, man. I, I you know, like Eric, here's a good one. You know, uh, you got friends from high school that are cool dudes. You like them. Sure. But love them. But as, as you get older, some of them are too married to being losers to the point that it like becomes a hurdle in their interpersonal relationships, maybe potentially with you, you know? And it's not like you're a snob. It's not as if you are trying to uh, big time them in some way, but somebody that is always depressed that wants to smoke weed, who has a uh, coffee table uh, that has like, like weed ash all over it. And, uh, it, it is it, having a, a Instagram <laughs> public battle with their ex-girlfriend. It's like, yo, I got, uh, come on, man. We only get one of these. Yeah. Well, that's not yet. Yeah. Dude, look, we can't do this the whole episode. We can't be the old men that yell at that yell at the, the COVID cloud all fucking episode. We've been doing this since March, man. I'm like, I'm really just over talking about it. People are going to do what they're going to do. We've all accepted these like new norms that don't seem to actually solve anything. And, you know, we're trapped in this like mental bubble that like the United States is the entire world and, you know, everything is everybody else's fault. And like, it's your fault because you partied and it's Trump's fault because he's bad. And it doesn't matter that it's going up literally across the world that have had harsher lockdowns than we've had. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, Lockdown's good. You bad for questioning anything. You bad for suggesting that you should that there should be maybe another alternative to to being able to keep our lives having some level of worth or having you know a job or whatever. Fuck you for at all suggesting that. Suffer at home behind a computer screen like everyone else is doing, like like people have been doing since before the pandemic. Or you're a piece of shit. Uh, and and look. Everyone's going to do what they're going to do. Everyone's going to do what they're going to do. We're going to go through these motions again because everything is so tired. We we had that little slight reprieve from Trump lo- losing an election, and now it's you know it's like it's like it's like world it's a countrywide bipolar disorder. We had a little nice manic episode where we all felt good, and now we're back into just depression, and we're all going to be mad at each other and hate each other. It's just it's just cycles of shit, and we've all resigned to accept everything that's happening. I don't fucking care anymore. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Um, and everyone can l- lick my taint. I don't fucking care. Weed ash on secondhand Ikea furniture. Yes. That's <laughs> the world. That's, that's how I see the world now. And, and Twitter's really, it's, it's the worst, it's the worst example of humanity, man. It's, it's like, it's like I go through these like motions where like, I really have to like get away from it. I'm like, I hate it. And then I like come back and I'm like, Oh, it looks like everybody's just joking around again. Cool. 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 Everything's cool. And then it just, it spirals back into that place. And I'm like, yeah, I can't look at you people. It like, it gives, it makes the bile leap up into the back of my throat. You all suck. You're all miserable. Like it's just, you're all like mentally ill. And like you make fun of the fact that you're mentally ill. And it's like seriously so disconcerting. Do you want to hit in that spirit? Your choice. A, a super bad take that is getting ratioed to fuck, and might we might not even need to talk about it because it's so obvious and stupid, uh, mm. happening right now in front of our eyes on Twitter. Or 
do you want to do my little list of notes first? I, I mean, the first one sounds more intriguing. Let's go with that. Okay. So today, Heather O'Neill, who I guess is a writer of some type, said, if you have sex with someone knowing full well it is going to be a one-time thing, the other person and the, but the other person believes that they are embarking on a relationship, I don't really think you can consider the sex consensual. Galaxy brain. <laughs> you've, you've galaxy brained consent. Is that what's going on here? <laughs> they've, 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 they've accused, um, a large amount of the population of, 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 of rape. rape. Are we going to say that rape? Yes. They've, they've accused hundreds of millions of people of rape in one. Tweet. Yeah. That's a big one. That, that's a big one. It's hot. Pretty it's wild. It's, it's, it's a hot take. It's, it's a very, it's, it's a, it's, I, I would, am I, I, I feel like lately on this podcast, I've been, I've been, I've been, uh, falling into like resistance mom, uh, territory, oh, but yeah. it, like, I feel like that's like, this like a dangerous take. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Like, I don't really call a lot of things dangerous unless you're like drunk driving. That's like uh, definably dangerous. Like, I don't really, I don't call like rhetoric, like dangerous. I call it like stupid or like weird or like bad but like yeah like anyone taking that sentiment to heart is like that's scary man (laughs) that's a scary Uh, one thankfully most people spit in the eye of this one because in a sexually liberated uh uh 2020 where women often sleep with men for uh, for pleasure and not for the purposes of trapping them in a relationship. This one equally struck women. So clearly it got ratioed hard. Uh, if yeah. somehow she had said men who do this, I think that there w- the backlash would have been much less severe. But in a time where we're all celebrating sex workers, et cetera, et cetera, the and being and attempting to be sex positive, even, even as we are the most Puritan place I've ever been in my entire life. And I've been some fucking backwards places. Uh, it is, this one got rid. So we don't, we don't got to worry about this one taking on too much steam. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so. And also I would say, am I going to, am I sounding mad MRA? If I say it's, it's, it's more often women that are the, 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 the culprits behind these. You mean that want sex once? That one, yeah, that like are that want. Um, I mean, it's. I guess it's probably about fifty-fifty. I feel like this is such a common occurrence. I feel like this happens more often than committed relationships. Yeah. It's it's just it's just weird. It just it, it like screams. You know when when someone points the finger, and the finger it, all it does. There has to be like a phrase or a term for this. You point the finger, and it just points back right at you. Like someone, you you got hurt, right? Like this person got hurt, right? Someone's not texting you back. Someone's not texting you. But somebody's just not interested in being your partner. Yeah, and hurts. That's fine. Hurts. It does hurt. It does hurt. It happens but a lot. Eric, if it hurts me, it's rape. Oh, okay. <laughs> hurts yes. Ga- again. Galaxy brain. Galaxy brain. I don't, I mean, yeah, no, I saw it also that it seems like most people are like, yeah, this is fucking stupid because it's beyond stupid. 
Yeah, most people. But you know what? You know what? There's a value to stupid thoughts, right? You can't know the right thing unless you say the wrong thing, right? Yes, correct. Uh, you know what? And, and if someone's very charitable way to look at things. Sure. I mean, I would. I don't know how I don't know this person. I don't know how they're looking at it. But like, this seems like one of those thoughts that you have, and then maybe like a day later, you're like, "Nah, eh, I was on some shit." But now, because of the nature of Twitter, it's now, it's now out there unless you choose to delete it. So, and and million, you know, thousands of people have now seen it. So, you know, again, this is just—it's probably not a unique thought to only her. I'm sure hurt people have have felt like betrayed by the fact that they were with somebody that then later decided no, you know. But it it happens extremely common, and if it and and if it happened to you, it will likely in your lifetime you will also be the. The, the on the other end of that thing because that's generally how life and relationships can tend to go sometimes. So, oh yeah, I mean, if she looked at her own life, she would probably be like, without question, say, "Oh, I guess I'm a rapo." Fuck, you know. So <laughs> it, it uh, it, it's yeah, it's a nonsense hot take. You know, it got dismissed. The only time these piss me off is when they take on any sort of energy when people are like. Hmm, some compelling thoughts here. You know, that's when I'm like, are yeah. we fucking for real? It's all right. To, I'm with you. It's all right to say some dumb shit. I say dumb shit all the time, but for sure. some things are supposed to die on the vine. You know what I mean? Some things are supposed to just go fucking stupid. It's, it's, it's literally the only, it's, it's like, it's how thought processes work. You have to know the wrong thing in order to do, say the right thing. I like where you're going. You know what I, I mean? Like but it, but it's like, I want that charity extended to, I want that, I want that charity extended outward. You know what I mean? Like I want anyone who says some dumb shit, like pivot Alton Brown. I, I mean, I think it would be dope if they extended that to us. So when I'm like FRN, ah, all the bad words, people are like, people are like, you know, I'm sure he was just exploring <laughs> ideas. <laughs> yeah, and there's not there's not a great chance of that. Um Alton Brown Holocaust joke. What about it? Did you see that? Do you are you unaware of this one? No. What what do you say? Oh, I Good thought you might I thought you would see this one. Joke. Um it's hard to tell. I don't know exactly where he's coming from. So I I'll just read the tweet, right? It was from Alton Brown. If anyone doesn't know, he's a Food Network guy. Um, chef, you know, nerdy guy. He had a show. I don't know, whatever. Look him up. Uh, <laughs> he said, do you think the camp uniforms will be striped like the ones at Auschwitz or will plaid be in vogue? Don't know what he's referring to. Tweeted this on November 10th. I guess it's political vaguely. I don't, I don't know what he's, I don't know why he thinks that he will be in a camp at some point. Um, I do know that he is a uh, uh, conservative-ish. I don't know of what nature. I don't know if he's a Trump guy. I don't know. I know that he's left of uh, uh, right of center. I guess. Um, so I don't. I don't. I don't know where this tweet came from. But that's what he tweeted, and people were big mad. You know, this is where I become you, and uh, during the last topic, where you're just like. Ah! I'm I'm angry that somebody's asking me to care. 
You know, like yeah. I'm, 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 I'm mad now that somebody thought it was reasonable to ask me to care about this topic. Um, yeah. Someone, someone tweeted at someone responded to him and said, Hey, just a question here. Have you ever thought of maybe just not saying this? And he responded and said, someone needs to. Yeah. Well, he's doing the Lord's work. <laughs> he, he's over here just saying what needs to be said. Like, I, yeah. I, go on. Everybody, this is why you've got to work on your public persona early, be disliked early so that you can be like Jeffree Star. Jeffree Star gets so much shit online that he now just looks at it and this is his quote. He goes, what's the thing of the day? And he just looks at it and goes, oh, I'm racist today. All right. And it's like, yo, that's. And then he goes and he, he rents out a theme park uh, for himself and his boyfriend for the day because he's wealthy. And that's who we've all got to be at the end of the day, because social media is fucking us and making us uh, die in the crib where we're afraid to do anything because we're afraid of getting yelled at, you know, but mm. the Jeffrey stars of the world are going to succeed because they don't give a fuck because they're dark sociopaths. That's what we all got to become. Someone, someone responds, yikes, dude, take it easy to which he responds. Fuck you. <laughs> Yo, whatever can I'm on his side. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. Everybody quote me on that one. I'm fucking put on entertainment tonight. Patrick, uh, sides with that also yells FRN. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, people, um, you know, whenever something like this happens, it's always like, I am no longer a fan. And it's like, does it make his food less good? Does it make the thing? I, we look, we've done this. This is the Louis oh, cast again. Does it make Listen, the thing that they do less valuable? Not really. Nobody wants to hear me talk about this. Everybody knows I have the, th this is like my bag. <laughs> this is my whole fucking thing. We can't even talk about it. Cause I'll just go off for yeah. an hour and a half to bore people to sleep. Yeah, I know. I know it. And it's, it's super. I mean, look, I listen to Morrissey. Like I, I don't like, it doesn't, someone can be repugnant and I can still listen to their thing or in, enjoy their thing. I, that's where I come from. Some people can't and that's fine. You don't have to do anything or listen to do anything. You don't want to We've talked about this. It gives a shit like say in, in a month, you won't care what Alton Brown did. You won't remember. Yo, check it out. We've been doing this podcast for years now. Can anyone like of all these instant, whenever this comes up and we have to go, uh Oh, bad thing said, Still good art, though. Anytime that ha like, can you remember? Can anyone pick out an instance in 2017 where that happened? I mean, I guess Louis, but can like n the non-notable ones? Because this happens like every other week. Does anyone give a sh? No one. You don't care. You don't actually care. Don't actually care. Also, why does nobody say say his name anymore? Say her name anymore? Why? What happened to that? Whose name? Remember when black people were getting killed all the time and, and everybody was saying, say, say his name or remember like it, it, this just, when you said, does anybody remember? This is the one that jumps out to me is like kind of the memification of important issues. It, yes. It, it really fucking kills the actual importance, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty counterintuitive if you think about it. Like once we make shit into a mm, meme, incredibly. it's over. Yeah. I mean, full stop. I mean, I was a little, I was a little encouraged because there seems to be some self-awareness to that fact cropping up. I mean, people were like, 
you know, with the Brianna Taylor stuff with the cops and everything, people were like, you, you, you know, you guys just turned her into, into a meme, right? I was a little encouraged that people were actually acknowledging that, but it hasn't stopped that from happening. No. Um, can I ask you a question? Do you follow any sort of bot accounts that just, they, on Twitter, they just post memes of a specific subject? Um, I tend to avoid stuff like that, but, um, in what respect are you, do you mean? Well, I'm just curious how many tweets you would want from a bot count per day. Right. Like to show up on your timeline or like yeah. for, to be posted at all? Uh, to show up on your timeline. I mean, I had to, so I was, I was following this Instagram account that was just like all like weird vintage photos like essentially someone someone would find like a shoebox full of like pictures of old people you know from the 60s when they weren't old i guess and just like like look at these like interesting photos like these people are totally anonymous lost to time here's them looking stylish in the 60s i thought it was really interesting and now they've seemed to just pivoted to like posting trump memes and i was like yo vintage archives 617 i don't follow you for the trump memes post the weird old photos well Yes. Here's the one I'm talking about. 9-11 bot. So oh. I follow 9-11 bot and it's mostly okay. just spicy memes about how 9-11 was an inside job. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's like way too many of them per day, like seven a day. And now I just see this tweet on my timeline and it's, it seems to, not be aware of what people go to memes for, or maybe, you know, actually here's a conversation. Are memes lost? Is the purpose of means memes lost on profoundly stupid people? Memes obviously are meant to engage you in a way that saying the thing plainly would not. Is that fair to say? Yes. So when the 9-11 bot that posts memes all day about how 9-11 is an inside job, then tweets, 9-11 was an inside job, deal with it. It feels self-defeating. I come to you right. for the memes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I come yeah. to you because the memes offer, for lack of a better word, an artful spin on the exact thing that you just said, the thing that you just said is blunt and artless. And I've heard it a trillion times. Give Mm -hmm. me the memes, knock this shit out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (sighs) I'm, I'm pretty tired of memes as like a format to like, I'm mostly as mostly as a joke telling format. Right. I mean, if you, if you, I feel like, I feel like, they're very good at propaganda. I mean, I, I would, I mean, I would say even most propaganda from a century ago, you could consider a meme. Right. Um, but like, as far as like a style of humor, I'm like, kind of, I'm pretty fucking spent, man. They're like, they're not funny. They're like, they, no, they're really annoying. It's, it's sitcom level now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It feels like canned laughter. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not. You know, <laughs> I'm not there. Um, so, okay. 
Got that out of the what way. Do you, what, do you, what do you got on your list? Let's go down the list. Let's rapid fire. I feel like we're rapid firing this week. I just feel like I feel like we're both in this place where it's like, who the fuck has the strength to give a fucking shit about what anybody is on about? Okay, election night. AOC, did you see her call for a list? Oh, yeah. She wants to blacklist people, eh? Yeah, this is when I say that this moron bitch is the new Trump and people are like, no, I think she's got some, you know, she's just raw, but she's got some good ideas. Yo, this is this is the type of really, truly dark populism that Trump got off on. This person sucks. This like push out of your head the fact that I'm a uh, bitter old man that doesn't like her because she's young and attractive. Push that out of your head for a second and just acknowledge (laughs) the fucking truth. This person fucking sucks. This is the type of populism that Trump embraced. It's the type of populism that the fucking Durante embraces. It's the type of idiot, malicious, vindictive, no truth, no reconciliation, fucking punishment populism that makes my stomach turn. I hated this woman before, but it was mostly in a like, I don't like her presentation. I find her in the same way that, uh, in the same way that like total resistance libs don't know why they hate Trump. They just find him so distasteful uh, because of his manner. I always disliked AOC's manner, which is like very the office influenced. Like she's basically the, she is the office. So I don't like her. But when I read that tweet and I try, when people are passionate about a thing in the moment, I try to cut them all the fucking slack in the world. This person fucking sucks. And this person will be some variation on Trump. They might not ever be president, but they're going to have the same type of dark narcissist energy that that fucking dickhead had. I really dislike this person now. Yeah. I mean, I don't think she'll ever be president. I think that's like literally impossible. I mean, if the country would have to move in a wild direction for that to happen, she's a woman, Um, Eric. No, because she's, she's just too far left. Yo, look of color. No, we've had Obama. Now we have we have Mamala now. We, that that's obvious because look, I mean the 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 middle of the country would never ever go for 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 what she would sell, you know, unless she unless unless she changes, you know, over the she, look. She, she'll change. Listen, yeah, I mean, she'll, there's no doubt that she'll change. I mean, it's going to be ten years before or or eight years until she's able to run anyway. But uh, and 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 to you know, at which point you know she may be more savvy of a politician that. And and will realize that you have to kind of appeal to people that you know may not reflect your own values. Um, but like as as the, the current incarnation of AOC, no, she will not not ever be president. It won't happen. We're going to have four years of 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 a Democrat president, and and you know status quo. You know, it's gonna it's we're gonna lead. We're gonna find in four years. We're gonna find ourselves in the same place that we found ourselves in 2016. Like people are going to go, Oh yeah, I hate this thing. I don't care about it. It doesn't engage me. It doesn't persuade me to voting for it. Things are comfortable for me again and I'm going to ignore. And then, you know, Don Jr. or, or Ivanka is going to run and, or, or some other person. We have no idea. I don't know. Ron Perlman is going to run on a populist platform and, <laughs> and we'll have, you know, we'll have, uh, you know, it's, it's, I think we're going to, in four years, I think we're going to find ourselves in the exact same spot. Uh, can't wait. To, to my, my point being, we're not moving in a direction that would make AOC seem like a reasonable national politician. 
Sure. Okay. Uh, I'd be grateful for that because just as I want Trump to just fade from our memory, I would like it very much if AOC could just get her pundit job on MSNBC and fuck off. I'm sick of this person. I never thought it was cute, and now I think it's malignant. So get the fuck out. The uh, thing is, I I think I think I've had this thought rattle around my brain a lot. A lot of to do with you know the lockdowns and you know by the the the, the political climate and everything. Um, I think people need a full on re understanding of what like of what fascism is, you know what I mean? And not like in the cartoony Twitter sense of like communism versus fascism or cops or ice or whatever, like literally the policies imposed on you as a citizen from a politician, like what fascism is in that sense. You know what I mean? And like, I just, I think it's something that we need to like actually examine and like, I think it would account for a lot of the, like the loss of like liberal values as far as the, the left wing of the country is concerned. We're all libs now, Eric, this is on my list. Oh, tell me, I don't think there's any libs left. On I think it's, uh, I think it's me and the, and the resist. I think it's me and wall of moms <laughs> on the list is we're all libs now in the dope show because <laughs> What what this uh, election did was uh, it brought out everybody's inner lib where, and I don't mean liberal values, that you got excited for a second. You thought you had a compatriot in this world and you do not. Uh, no, I'm talking about libs, like liberal tears sort of libs, you know? You mean, you mean, you mean lib in the pejorative sense of like, ew, liberal, like, like someone that is just like, Someone that is resigned enough to not really have a stake, but claims to care about the good thing. Yes. Nailed it. Uh, we all became libs when Joe Biden won. So yes, le- last episode, you know, I was being dark and cynical and saying that there's not going to be any activism in a year and a half. And I still very much believe that, but I was really surprised at how, in the pocket lib everybody went when Biden won. I should have known better, you know, like I, I, I should have known that that would be the way it is, but in the same way that you and I kind of had this, Hey, make room, let everybody be happy for a day, sort of energy about the whole thing. There's people that are now full scale, just falling away from their kind of, every day pressing an issue in their social media, just falling away from it. Talking about bacon bread now, you know, talking about learning a new skill, maybe knitting, you know, maybe, maybe paper craft, you know, Ooh, Hey, falling away. And, uh, I think it is, uh, darker than I thought (laughs) It is it is, uh, more disturbing than I thought. Uh, people wanted a a rest and now they're going to get it. And uh, kind of watching the total, total lack of scrutiny of this election because Biden won 
is pretty upsetting. I I don't think that there was voting irregularities uh, in the order that would constitute a, a national recount or or anything of that nature. But what I'm saying is, half of you thought that Russia was guiding our political process for four years. Yeah. And now that an election breaks the way that you want it to, you don't think there could be any meddling at all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That is, that exposes you as a wild fucking hypocrite. And it, it puts into light that, yo, you don't, you have no sort of ethical uh, moorings at all. You're just about your team. And that sucks. But it's it's good to know. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's a lot, there's, there's a lot to like sort of unpack from that. It, it, I mean, I saw, there, there's a blatant trust in like institutions and certain things, you know, there's a blatant trust of, of, of things when it goes your way. And then there's a, a wholesale distrust when it doesn't. Right. Isn't that fair to say? And, and that yeah. works on, on both ends of the spectrum right now. Like, you know, this, the voter fraud or the mail-in votes or whatever, this is, this is like the, you know, this is the Trump people's sort of Russiagate thing. It's a, it's an, it's, it's seemingly nonsense. Um, but you know, it just it it gives me this like queasy feeling in my like there was a so before I before we did this podcast, my cable news was on the television, and there's some uh, there was some press release put out by I guess the State Department, uh, there's the intelligence. Some people put out something that said uh, this was the most secure election in history, and it's like. Uh, I mean, this, to be fair, this was Trump's, you know, these are Trump's people saying this, right? This is, uh, this is the Trump's officials or whatever. This is, you know, um, but it's like, man, like what, so what are we saying? Like for four years, like like you said, Russia was like hacking the, the, the machines and the mines and, and guiding our political policy. And then they just, they just didn't this time. They didn't at all. Did they do it like a little, but it didn't work because, a lot of other people voted like nothing, nothing happened. Is that what you're telling? Like, and, and maybe that's possible, but like, it's just, I need, it just gives me a queasy feeling. It's like it went the way that seemingly everybody wanted it to. Right. And it's, and it's, and to that, there can be no question is like, uh, it just doesn't make me feel good. Right. I don't, want to win it's weird i want things to be uh i i I want if i'm going to win and neither of these men is a win for me so i could give a shit but if i'm going to win i want it to be uh because i was actually the the person chosen for this role i don't want it to be like give me an even playing field when it comes to public opinion, uh, insofar as a thing can exist and let the chips fall where they may. I, this, this is where I would be a decent politician 
and therefore I have no interest in being a politician, which is, I literally think that the governed should have a representative that represents their interests fully. And that is their only responsibility. That is their only job. And they should only be there with the consent of the governed. And that's it. And it, it, to me, it's so crazy that some of you fucks uh, like think that you were going to be marched into fucking camps, despite the fact that Trump literally accomplished nothing. So he, suddenly he was going to march you into camps. So you had to do by any means necessary style, uh, uh, disinformation, uh, to, to win, uh, no matter at all costs. And I just, I guess what I'm saying is, uh, the ends do not justify the means for me ever, ever, <laughs> ever. If, if people want an idiot to rule them, then they should have an idiot to rule them. And if they don't, then they don't. That's great. But I don't think that we need this type of, uh, uh, Hey, I'm smarter than everybody. And I have to steer the course of human history from people who can barely think people who, uh, have a hard time balancing their checkbook. People who, uh, uh, struggle with to come up with words like I am like, like if you're at my level of intelligence or lower, do not put it upon yourself to steer the course of human history. It's not for us. You know what I'm saying? Just let, let people get what they want to, to hell with how it goes. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I don't know the, the, the election. I don't know what there is to say about it really. You know, like as far, I mean, it, it kind of went the way it was sort of predicted in, in, in a, the way a lot of people predicted it. I think it's, I think the, the concerning things surrounding it regarding people's like echo chamber, the fact that like the night before both, both sides of the thing were stoked was so weird to me. Like it was like seeing, seeing Republicans being like, we're going to, we're going to get in the landslide and seeing Biden people being like, all the polls are looking great. Like, yep. I was like, what the fuck are we on? Yo. And like, I know we can get deep and you can go into like this, like, oh, like, what do you, you know, your perception is reality and blah, blah, blah. And like the press, you know, all, you know, all news has a slant or whatever. But it's like we're at such a point where we can't fucking decide what's real or like we're being fed. Like if we can't like, like that's not going to go anywhere. That doesn't that doesn't start with Trump and it doesn't end with Trump. Like we're we're trapped in the in our fuck in our own heads and like. You know, I don't remember what life was like before that. Like, I guess there was some agreed upon, mostly consensus of what reality was, you know? And, it, but like, it feels like that's, I feel like it, that's left the building. And I don't know how soon it's coming back. It's coming back because we're going to all unite under Biden. Oh, yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. I mean, uh, uh. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. 
How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you. You think you're going to be attacked by the swan guy? Who's the swan guy? The guy in our neighborhood who uh, uh, gets the cops called on him for assaulting people in an inflatable swan outfit. He sounds lit. We should give him a third mic. Are you not looking at these screenshots I send you all day of different crimes in our neighborhood? I am, but like I don't know how to I don't know how to gauge that. Is that just is that run of the mill or is this is this more crime than normal? Uh people that are from our area tell me that it's gotten quite a bit worse in the last two years. Uh I couldn't say I feel very safe here, so you take that for what it's worth. Um, but I do think that the crime is super funny. Like, like I live I, well, for the citizen app, live for it. I think it's so funny. There's no doubt that it's funny. Um, but like, but here's the thing. I think it's all, I think it's an extension of like, like you got the news on too much, right? If you watch the news all day, you're going to know about all the, the crimes that happen. And if you delete, uh, citizen app you're also you're gonna have no idea that this is going on unless it unfortunately happens to you so Fact. if that sort of thing makes you feel like less safe or scared then just don't fucking look at it what if it thrills me and i just every day debate running to meet the guy on on our corner <laughs> who has a machete literally on our corner i'm now that i'm looking at the map i did not realize when i saw it a couple days ago but uh, report of man with machete. Uh, it makes me want to like run to go meet these people, see what's going on. Yeah. Uh, have you, Eric, so have you, you seen the machete? Could, man? You and I could become Liam Neeson of East Hollywood. That could be us. Have you seen the machete man? I have not seen the machete man. I mean, I've probably walked by him a dozen times. Um, so, uh, in the comments, I'm seeing that machetes are available at Home Depot on Sunset. Okay, so maybe we should get some. Oh, also, you can steal from this. You so there's a they lowered it. It used to be that you could steal nine hundred dollars a day, uh, and it would be underneath the larceny charge. So you'd be looking at just a a, a, a bench ticket, basically, um, and. Uh, they've lowered that to $500, but I, I don't know if I told you this. I, I tested it the other day without knowing. I set, set it off an alarm uh, leaving a place, and I walked backwards and uh, to say, uh, hey, what's – and they just go, go ahead. Go ahead. I said, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Did, did you pay for it or did you steal it? I didn't steal anything. I just set it off without – you know, so it's for some reason set it off. I've been to two other places in the in like the previous ten minutes, so uh, it's possible that one of my items from some other store set it off or whatever. But when I set it off, they just go, 
because I came back and I said, uh, and they go, eh, no, 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 go ahead, go ahead. I feel like, um, like we, I think we should do like a therapy corner, like a like a like a personal life thing, because I feel like this we can't we got no juice this week. I, it's hard for me. I'm in full don't care, can't engage. Everyone's a fuck, you know. What I, and I feel like you are too. So how do we how do we salvage this episode? Mm. What's going on in your life? How you feeling? And what do you, what did you buy from Home Depot? What are you doing? Um. Let's see. What is going on in my life? Uh, I'm on top. I'm feeling good, bro. Uh, got my cot. Uh, I do have a bed in the house now, but I have not slept on it. I still prefer my cot. Uh, perhaps you can use the bed. Um, kettlebells, difficult at 35 pounds. Uh, throwing my back out every single day. Uh, I'm doing I'm doing Runyon Canyon every day. Uh, I see all the... Uh, snatched young women with their uh, uh, facial transplants and and fake hair and and uh, tight uh, lipo bodies, and I see the men. Oh, this is one I got to share with you. You Tell see me. two men. We're on the, you know, we're on the border of West Hollywood. A lot of gay dudes. You see two fit sixty year old men together. What's your assumption? I always assume gay. If I see two men that aren't fat that are 60, I go, gay. Is that your assumption? Yeah, I guess so. I don't really think about it, but. Uh, oh, I see. You're colorblind, huh? Um, so. Sure. See, I see. No, two I'm from New York. I look, I look through pe- people are translucent to me. Yeah. Listen, straight men, their bodies go to hell. Um, the, the gay men maintain much better at 60. And when I see two dudes together that look like fucking Marines, but they're in West Hollywood, I go, oh yeah, these dudes are lovers. So the, I see those dudes and both tall, broad shouldered guys, 60 years old, look like they could have been former military or former leather daddies, you know, either way. And then the one guy walks by, he's sleeveless. And he has a crudely drawn, blown out tattoo. No detail. This is important. So it's just outline, okay, of the image that I'm talking about. It's just the outline. So think like a a slightly more realistically proportioned Keith Haring drawing, okay? All right, all right. Of a man fucking a woman doggy style with her face, you know, knee knees, she's on her knees. He's on his knees. He's fucking her from behind, uh, her titties against the, against what, against nothing, but we would presume the bed or the floor or whatever. Okay. Can you picture that in profile, but not, but like drawn by like a very talented 16 year old. It's just an outline. Can you see this in your head? Sure. And over the, the male figure, there, there was a, a, a equally blown out, poorly done me and an arrow to the man and to the woman, an arrow with your mom. And I could not contain myself. That's the man that I want to be at 60. <laughs> He's walking around with a tattoo that says me. And it's fucking 
your mom. That That's is good stuff. so what, what, fucking awesome. He walked into. I'm what, sure. He what year into do you Whole think he Foods got that? After that? What What year do you think he got that? It was blown out. It was shit. I would say he probably got it in his early or probably mid twenties, maybe maybe mid early thirties, and. That is a guy, that's like a G.G. Allen level of I don't care about your opinion. And yeah, it's, it's cool. Who, it's who I want to be. <laughs> it's, so it's, what's, what's what your style of tattoo in the same vein going to be? I think I might just copy that one. That dude will be dead by the time that, the, the, you know, is he famous? I don't know. I, I was in my head. I was like, this guy, The okay, so people that are like truly antisocial, like I, I think I might have maybe I mentioned this once outside of a grateful dead show. I met this kid selling acid who had a, uh, a Pepsi logo on his knee uh, because, because he said no Coca-Cola and corporate control. Uh, and, and he didn't understand that Pepsi was uh, whatever. It's a, he's a, he was a crust punk selling acid outside of a grateful dead show. Yeah, and that's fun. That kid is certainly dead now. Okay. Um, younger than me or maybe my age, but certainly dead. And, but this guy is alive at 60 and looking healthy and fit, but has that antisocial streak a mile wide. And my findings are that when somebody is like that, they're typically notable in some way. Like maybe he's famous, you know, maybe I, maybe I know of him in some way. So if anybody knows of like a, you know, like a sub Rollins punker or a, like a Jim Goad type of dude, uh, that is somewhat notable and has that tattoo. It's just so distinct. It's like, it's his upper, upper, upper arm, no sleeves walking around with this message to the world. Does anybody know this guy? Can you put me in contact with him? I was going to ask to take a photo, but he, he was so like no nonsense that I was like, Ooh, no. <laughs> um, that's pretty fucking good. Wait, so you saw this guy at the whole foods where in West Hollywood? No. So are you going to walk up the mountain every day with me? Yes. Okay, good. Um, are we going to do it at 6am? Uh, no, I don't do shit at 6am. Come on. You, what time do you got to go to work? I mean, technically 10am East coast time. So seven. We're going to have to do it later in the day. we we'll probably have to do it later in the day. We could do it on weekends. No, Eric, you got to do it every day. I want to do it every day, but I, I mean, we could do it, you know, at a normal human time on the weekends. Okay. Uh, I, I have done it every day today. I really didn't want to at all legs barking on me like crazy in a lot of pain. Uh, still did it cause I am committed to losing this weight. I'm also doing a little intermittent fast and I might've told you, uh, you did I'm still, fat. It going? it's been four days. It's very annoying, but I'm hoping to turn this thing around. It is. It's annoying, right? More than anything, it's annoying. It's like it's like 10 p.m. and you're like, I want to eat a fucking sleeve of Oreos, but I can't. See, see, I'm killing it on all that. It's it's annoying that I'm not thin yet. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, that's that's definitely annoying too. Uh, I I could take or leave the food. I'm good with all that. I'm doing fine. 
it's it's annoying that after four days I'm not slender and and kind of in my in, back back on top, you know. And I thought that I could get back to good shape with the uh, 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 kettlebell, but I cannot find a, a good program to save my life. Yo, if if any of our listeners aren't the type of drug addled slobs that I assume they are uh, and are into kettlebell shit. Give me a program. I've got one kettlebell. It breaks my ass. I can barely get, I can barely do overhead presses of any type with it, uh, with my left arm because, uh, this is boring shit. Sorry. I have an impingement of some type in my, in, in my left shoulder area where my left arm is very weak going above my head, but I don't, I need a routine. Give me a fucking routine so I can get big. I need to get back on my shit. I think well, you hit up Diego. He, he's like, he's always posting kettlebell shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's big on the kettlebells. You, you hit him up. He knows what's up. Mm. Are you doing the, still doing the resistance bands? Doing the resistance bands, but I do not have the little, the little weird stopper for the door. So I'm limited. Oh, I have one. I'll bring one. Please. Um, have you, do we have a couch yet? No. We got to get the couch. We got to get a couch. Right now our place looks like uh, if you were led here in a mob movie, you would know instantly you were going to get shot. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> yeah, in here. My, as, as, as soon as I open the door upon arriving, am I Joe Pesci? Yeah, exactly. You go, oh, shit, and pop. It, it's like that. <laughs> Do we have a TV? Uh, no, of course not. No one has a TV. I'm the, okay, so I'm so upon arriving, I have to get a TV and a couch. TV and a couch. I got us a uh, uh, Instapot uh, and a fork. Okay, <laughs> and you just eat straight from the Instapot. Yeah, that's been it for me. I like. It. That's good. That's all you need. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll get set up. It'll be fine. I think, didn't you say your, your brother was going to give us the couch, right? That was the rumor. He, so he gets everything for free. Everybody get on this. I don't know what this is about. Cause I don't have Facebook and you've got to, you know, those stupid fucking websites where you still got to sign in through Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. So I don't know what my Facebook login is, so I don't, whatever, but it's the buy nothing project. Are you familiar with this? The, the buy nothing project. I like it. Is, is this is just, this is just like new wave uh, freegan. Yes. It's, it's new, it's new wave Craigslist free, but it's, it's for you, you join a, a list and the list is just your community. So we could be on the Hollywood list and only the Hollywood list. And it's just for my brother, for example, just gets texts from his girl all day with addresses. He doesn't even ask what he's picking up. He just goes and he picks up something for free. Every single thing in their home is for free. Their food is for free. Everything for free. So uh, if you are, if you have a vehicle and you are inclined to get things for free, get on that buy nothing project. It seems to have worked for my brother who is raising a kid for free right now. Love it. Let's get on. Why are we, how, how come not everybody's on that tip? I don't know. I think it probably only works if like you keep the community small enough that it can manage. There's some tipping point. I, I think there's actual science about this. There's some tipping point where there's just too many people. 
you know, like the, like once you get past like 180 people, like society just doesn't work. So, so I think that it has to stay under a certain amount for every list. Otherwise you're fucked, but it's uh yeah, just free. It'll be like, it'll say, Hey, I bought these pickles at Costco, but I don't like, I realize they're bread and butter. So now I have uh 20 jars of, of pickles. Does anybody want them? And you just go over there and you say, yeah, I want some pickles. I love bread and butter pickles. I fucking love bread and butter pickles. I want some pickles. Are there any yeah. good, are there any farmer's markets? Yeah, there's one uh, three blocks away every Monday. Mm. Is it going to still be there when I get there? How are the, are the lockdowns, Is are the, the Garcetti army in the streets? Yeah, the, uh, the mo- um, mauve shirts is what they call them. And uh, right. th- th- they uh, they hit you uh, w- w- with uh, rubber uh, rubber pipes, and th- they force you back in your home. Uh, there's signs all over West Hollywood. This this is not a joke. Uh, that say they're they're yard signs that are stuck all over West Hollywood that just say it's safer inside. Oh, but it, but it provably isn't. <laughs> It probably isn't. And isn't that why we're doing the outdoor dining? Like it's really irresponsible to say that. It it, it the science says no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, science says uh that's not it. Um I do like do, that do, there's do, people coming out we, saying mass gatherings uh have jammed us up because that includes protests and uh I just wanted eventually somebody to break ranks and say say that, you know? That's nice. Um also also know, Biden parties. Well, even Biden himself is like, okay, everybody, that's cool that you're all here for me. Uh, you get just this one, you know, and then you got to go back to it. It's like, yo, this is, what are we doing? We don't have rules here and I'm with that, but we can't pretend that we do. It's stupid. It's annoying. Um, yeah. So uh, New York is looking like it's getting ready to, to, to shut itself down again. That's why I, and it's like about to be winter. We had a nice couple days of 70 degrees, but it's about to be winter. So I need to get out. It's crazy that you're not here already. I'm just jerking off all over your I know, but I'm, that is more true than you know. Um, yeah, I have a new room to jerk off all over. I gave myself the small room, gave you the big room. You feel all right about that? Yeah, I, I feel like that's that's generous of you, but I feel like you're a small room kind of dude. That's true. I don't need very much space at all. I don't really either, but but I didn't know that the rooms weren't um, the same. I thought I figured they would be the same size. No, yours is significantly bigger, and your walk-in closet is pretty much half the size of my room. It's a very big walk-in closet. Uh, <clears throat> we might have to shoot in there loads or like or 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 content content bro content oh okay but i mean likely both our new scripted comedy (laughs) yo the last thing our listeners want is us to do anything scripted last thing they want from us is to do comedy (laughs) yeah that's it well i mean it did they shouldn't expect it at this point no we're just two dudes talking man but i think that I think that we got some, you know, we should be like every aspirational two dudes and just like be like, yo, we're funnier than these guys. We're funnier than so-and-so. Hey, everybody, almost never the case. Almost never the Usually case never. that you and your buddy are funnier than professional comedians. 
almost never. Um, Stephen Colbert, you were, you enjoyed his cry session or no? Who do you oh. think cried better, Stephen Colbert or Van Jones? Uh, see, are either I, of those I, men? This is what you've done to me. Do you understand? This is what my my, my relation to you, our, our friendship, our partnership, our business partnership and in, in what this is. This is what you've done to me because I used to be the very, um, you know, uh, I mean, I still am very sensitive, but I used to be the very like, oh, it's good, you know, that people can, you know, people should should be able to express, you know, their emotions. Men should be able to cry when they watch a sad movie or or pet a puppy. But having to witness it, here's the thing. They should be able to do those things, but not because of the reasons that Colbert and Van Jones were doing it. It was like, it's so embarrassing. Oh, you mean the cl- the cloud cry? You don't like uh, the cloud cry? It's not the cloud. Well, but it's cloud with who? Wall of Moms? I'm going to just gonna keep talking about Wall of Moms. Wall of Moms. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. <laughs> it's, it's so... It's, uh, he's, Van Jones is, is winning the pussy hat crowd over. Dude, it used to be, as cringy as it sounds now, I will own up to the fact that it used to be like one of my dreams to work in late night. I, that it feel, now, if that job was handed to me, it would feel like a fucking death sentence. <laughs> like how wild of a pivot that is. Like I watch my, sometimes my parents will watch like Conan and to be fair enough, he is the most like comedic, like he's the most committed to like doing actual comedy. It's not always funny. Um, and a lot of times it is sort of this like simpering kind of just uh non you know more like whatever you know you know what i'm talking about like sometimes it is that and i'm like man like does anyone do comedy anymore does is anyone interested in doing things that make you laugh no i mean nobody's making me laugh at the moment i'm free of laughing it's kill yo it's it's so I'm not going to say it's sad because like who like something as worthless as like late night comedy, uh, like in the scheme of things, like I don't really care that much. But like it used to be like it used to it used to have some cachet to it. It used to have some kind of worth. And now it just full stop doesn't. Hmm. Maybe it never did. Maybe it was. You have zero worth. What's that? You have zero worth. Imagine we all you, would you say would you say that it's pandemic times nothing matters if 
if you were in an elevator with Jimmy Kimmel, do you think you'd look at him and go, "You have you have zero worth. You have you you offer you offer nothing, nothing to anybody anymore. You don't. You're not present on this planet as a thing of value. You it's gone. It's <laughs> over. Would you say that too? No, because then it just looks like you. I'm the, I'm the poor nothing, and he's the he has all these celebrities, these people. Especially if you're in that realm, you have the keys to Mount Olympus. You have the keys to Epstein Island. You are you have more wealth and and more uh, notoriety and notability than than anyone else in human history. So I can't I can't be like you're worthless because it's like. It's, it's, uh, yo, these, uh, I could say you provide people with nothing uh, of any worth, but what if he it, asked you, it, hold on. What if he asked you, if, if Jimmy Kimmel asked me what, what would he ask me? If, if Jimmy Kimmel, if you were in an elevator with Jimmy Kimmel and it was, it was like the elevator in our building, which is slow as fuck. And we're only two stories up. Uh, and he said, you got an elevator. Oh yeah. Wow. And he said, you know who I am? Let's just, let's do it. I'm going to be Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. You know who I am? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. You a fan? Um, uh, um, yeah, sure. You watch the show? Um, not, not a lot. You sell feet pics? <laughs> <laughs> I wish, man. What do you uh what do you think about me? What do I think about about Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah, me, Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> you said you know who I am. Um, you know I'm on a show, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh I don't know. I don't I don't yeah, I mean you're you're funny, I guess. You guess? Yeah, I guess so. It, it's okay if you haven't thought about me a lot, but it seems disingenuous that you haven't thought thought about me at all. You you think I'm funny or I'm not funny? Um, you've made me laugh before. You're hedging. <laughs> I'm not a religious watcher of the show. No, I can't say that I am. What if Jimmy Kimmel then drops a big wad of cash on the floor and says, "Yeah." Pick it up. <laughs> okay, I pick it up. No, no, no. He says, drop it again. I want you to pick it up from your knees. You must, okay, are we, did, are we still on the elevator? Yeah, the elevator's moving really slow. All right. Actually, <laughs> Jim, actually, Jimmy Kimmel has hit, he's pulled the emergency stop. No, oh, Jesus. See, this is when I start feeling threatened. I feel like now I have to fuck up Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, he's basically paying you for oral sex. Would you? Do you give him oral sex or no? <sighs> How? I mean, I, I'd have to count the money. You're gonna count the money before you blow Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, you're a real pro. Good for you. <laughs> well, because uh, what if it's, if it's only like five hundred dollars that's there? Then no. Nobody's ever gonna know. You're not gonna blow Jimmy Kimmel in an elevator for five hundred dollars. There's probably a camera. 
No, these places are these elevators are murder spots. Do you think? So I looked up because I was curious how tall Jimmy Kimmel is. It, it says it's five eleven. All the time. How are you going to lie to him in the elevator? What's that? You think about this guy a lot. How are you going to lie to him in the elevator? I'm thinking about him because we're talking about him. All right, go on. He's. It says he's five eleven, but do they do they do they guss up these numbers on the internet? Why wow, you think he's you think he's shorter than five eleven? That's average height for a man. It is average. Well, it's it's probably taller than average, I guess. But I but I don't know. I don't. I I mean, I've never seen him in person, so it's tough to say. Um, he's, getting, he's getting no pussy on dating apps. What? Because he's five. Because he's five eleven. Yeah, it's six feet or taller. I, I I know that. I was only on dating apps for like two weeks, and I know that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be at least six foot. Um, I don't know. I can't tell. I feel like a lot of these celebrities, I feel like it's like incredibly common that they're either like average height or shorter. So I don't know if like, if I Google their height, am I getting real numbers? I don't know what to believe. No, no, no. I think you're, I think you're getting probably a, you know, when you Google somebody's net worth, that sort of thing. Right. So you think that, that, that it's bumped up. So, so Jimmy Kimmel is what? Five, nine then I guess. Yeah, he might be five ten in shoes. Yeah. What? Here's another question for you. How would you respond to a gay man saying that you needed a haircut? I would. I would probably think I. I mean, I, I, I give gay men a lot of. Uh, I give them a lot of uh, credibility. So I would probably say, yeah, I probably need a haircut. You think you'll take a second job while you're here? Mm, I doubt it. Only mm. if I can do it from home. You gonna spend a lot of time at home? Well, I don't think there's anything else to do. No, it's pretty much, it's pretty much like go to the, go to the canyon and walk around, or, and, and that's why, to be honest, it's kind of pathetic. Like it's there, it, I go there every day. A lot of influencers, a lot of really good looking people. Uh, but there's also a sadness there in the respect that we're just all walking up a hill and then walking back down. And that's all there is to do in this city. I mean, it's, I mean, that's not the worst thing in the world, though. Look, it's, it's at least it's warm out. At least how's the weather been? It was, uh, cool during the evenings the last two days, going, getting back to warm starting tomorrow. Uh, but... I'm hoping for like a solid 70 degrees or warmer through this next long run. I basically, I want to be comfortable every day of my life. Is that too much to ask? No, I mean, that's what I'm striving for too. So, so cool during the evenings, kind of warm during the day. I mean, that's all I care about. No rain. I'm so fucking sick of rain. I like this portion of the podcast because it's like, it's two old men talking about the weather. We bottomed out, man. <laughs> we fucking bottomed the. F- if you're still listening to this podcast, holy shit! Uh, yeah, it's guys. The problem. The problem is that this show might not work under a Biden presidency. Uh, the, the, no, it will. En- but there's just n- not enough. We need more fuck shit. We need more. Like you know, can somebody accuse one of the royals of uh, of uh, like putting a digit inside them or something? Can we get some? dumb bullshit to follow 
we may have to do some kind of pivot because I don't think the problem necessarily is a Biden presidency. I think it's that people know us too well. And like they know, I feel like people must know where we're at with things. And I feel like we just go through the ringer of things every week. And like, you know, what's going to make us mad, you know, what's going to, what's going to make us happy. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just like it, and it feels like it's just reoccurring bullshit. This is why we have to do scripted comedy where I, I take on a character um, that that worries me. No, it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna be. Um, let's see. I'll be a oddly conservative indigenous guy named Mister Jim, and you are going to be uh, my odd couple roommate who is trans, who is male to female transitioning, and uh, is. Uh, claustrophobic uh, to the point that being indoors is painful. And we are going to do enormously funny sketches where we talk about all the same topics, but through the, the eyes of these wildly funny, really, really insightful uh, uh, UCB style characters. I feel like you should have made the characters at least a little bit more of a stretch from our actual personalities. <laughs> Mr. Like Mr. Jim, the, the, the Aboriginal conservative? Yeah, that's, oh, come on, that's you. <laughs> you, you present as Patrick Kinlan, but it, in your soul lives Marcus Dutch. The Oh, the black conservative, absolutely. I relate so much to these dudes. I, I've gone down a fucking, you know what's funny? I was so happy. So the the Joe Budden podcast has been pissing me off for the last few months because they're so afraid of getting hit with some like Me Too shit that they're always kissing uh, asses all day. It's really weird. And uh, but the one the one guy on it, Maul, is just kind of contrarian when it comes to politics and doesn't see Trump as this villain. You know, just isn't sold that he's the worst thing in the world. So when you have like a, a really multi-ethnic listenership, obviously the whites are going to be really mad at that because they all hate Trump. So a white that would listen to a hip hop podcast hates Trump. Is that fair to say? Of course. But a black dude that listens to a hip hop podcast may or may not hate Trump. Is that fair to say? Um, yeah. So the comments on this are so funny because it'll be just, on YouTube, it'll just be a bunch of white people saying, yo, Maul's talking real funny, yo. And then, <laughs> and then black people going, going, you know, he has some, he has some points about the fact that Trump, he's constantly being accused of, of hate rhetoric, but I, I, it, nobody can really quote what it is, you know? And for the record, I made more money last year than I ever did under Obama, which by the way, proved true. The, uh, the economy that we can safely say that Trump inherited, I'm, I'm not trying to give Trump a lot of credit here, but, uh, better to the tune of about $8,000, uh, on average. So it's pretty uh, good. Yeah. So people, it wasn't a small amount. Like if you were, if you were making, uh, if you're making 50 and that puts you up to uh, 58, you're probably feeling really good about that. If, and you know, if, particularly if you were 
hovering in that 90 and you wanted to hit that hundred cause it meant something. It probably felt really good too. Uh, and there was people that noticed and, and really seized on the fact that, that, uh, they were feeling good during Trump, including a lot of black men, as we've discussed, including my alter ego, Marcus Dutch, who will be doing this, uh, sketch comedy show. Uh, what should his voice be? Should he be a smooth brother or should he speak like an aggressive Mr. T sort of black guy stereotype? No, I think he's, uh, I think he speaks like, uh, Urkel. Oh, a wild card. <laughs> Can he, <laughs> he's going to um, be the, he's going to be Stefan. He's going to be, a, oh, it's going to be Stefan doing Trump. Yeah, Exactly. This is what I'm afraid of because I feel like you're going to slide into this character and never come out. You're going to be like weird wrestlers that still paint their face when they go out in public. <laughs> I am, it's good, but it's blackface, so it's you're not going to let me out of the house. You're going to I can't control you or or answer for anything you do. You're going to go and you're going to you're going to full on you're you're going to you're like a wrestler. You're going to become Bazoo the Animal Boy and you're not going to be able to you're not you're never going to leave that spot. If I if I did take on a a a black identity for a podcast and you know maybe we start a new podcast and we don't tell anybody it's us and I do my black identity the whole time do you think that there are certain visual aids that would help me get into character like how so like for example, blackface. <laughs> I would, I would, I would advise against that as your legal counsel. But it's just when we're in the house and nobody can tell. Hmm. What if I? What if there's like? What if the house is on fire and I actually have to run out of the house? <laughs> that would be very funny. I feel like we have to. Um, I don't know. I feel like this needs heavy consideration. I don't know. Maybe we can hear from the listeners. Maybe they can tell us what they want to what they want to see or hear. If if indeed we are pivoting, I don't know what we're doing. I guess we'll have to feel it out when we're on the ground and feel it out. We're there. I don't want to. I mean, because now we're gonna be combining. You know, streaming. Right. We get our live stream going. We can do video content. Right. We can figure out all these things. I mean, what are the odds we just get fucking lazy? No, we can't be lazy. We we got to. Uh, I'm running a multimedia empire out of our shitty uh, uh, the, the Hollywood apartment. I want. I've got a list of shows that we've got to do, such as I wanted the Black Go Experience. <laughs> I want to do. I want to do what um, I believe Opie and Anthony did it. Maybe Stern did it too. Maybe like Gary Delabate did it. But like the I want to do man on the street kind of things. I think I know it would be a great bit if we could do our podcast like mobile, right? Like where we're out in public and we can go to the scene of the citizen app. <laughs> I feel like no uh, so, one does that. I love that. So, so tran transient uh, attacking people with uh, attacking citizens with chair leg. We can just show up <laughs> with a task cam recorder and be like, well, we're on the yeah, scene. Yeah. I mean, he is, in fact, hitting people with a chair leg. I feel like more often, more often than not, we're going to get there and nothing's going to be happening or we'll see like one police car. And we'll go, oh, yeah, I guess that's where it is. 
there seems to be a lot of calling the police on like ex-boyfriends in the neighborhood, you know, because do you think that will do some follow up and it'll say a uh, man interviewed uh, domestic, you know what I mean? But, but in the write up, it'll say like, you know, d- dangerous, dangerous lunatic with machete. But then the police follow up is, is never that severe. I mean, so do you think maybe we could be like first responders? Like maybe we can show up to these uh, domestic disputes. Maybe we could be like cops. I was just going to say, maybe we could become police officers. They're very in vogue right now. All right. So do we become police officers or do we get jobs at GameStop? (laughs) It's a great question. Um, Uh, I feel like I feel like we like if you. okay, so. All right, you're a cop, right? We get a report that uh, you know, domestic domestic uh dispute over at uh at the apartment, right? And we go over there, we show up, and we we get we knock on the door, and uh the woman answers the door and says, uh, my husband threatens to kill me, right? And he's sitting there and he's like, I'm just playing some fucking Call of Duty Black Ops. She won't fucking leave me alone. I wasn't yelling at her, I was yelling at the people on Xbox Live who said bad words to me. What do we? What do you do in that situation? Do you do you, do you know, we t- a, do we go down for more? There, there's a fairly out of um. It 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 doesn't hold up with our current. It it, it, it didn't age well. Um. They uh, it, it's a Green Arrow comic where he sh- he's delivering stuff. He shows up. Uh, and he's doing a delivery. It's like a bit, you know, cause he's not supposed to, he's a superhero, but he also, uh, co-owns a florist shop. Uh, and he has to do, do deliveries and he shows up and there's a military guy that's beating on his wife and he stops the military guy in the way that you would expect a superhero to do so. And then he says, uh, you know, the woman says, thank you so much. And he, and he turns it on her and goes, listen, that man could lose his military pension if he, if he if he's found beaten on you. It's up to you to get out of here for both of your sakes. And it aged so poorly. And mm. that's what I think I would do. I would say this man's not going to get his call of duty pension for his military service if it if it turns out that we arrest him for a domestic. So I have to let him go for both of your sakes. So you don't there's no update to that then. You 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 take directly from the comic. I take yeah, yeah. there's no spin there's no uh i'm just doing exactly what green arrow did the thing that aged very poorly i'm just gonna do that myself what if we do what if we become like uh what if we film little things like we're like we're we're doing our own little version of sancha baron cohen or like eric andre and we just end up getting our asses kicked in public we obviously would that shit is like uh, high risk it is high risk but i i mean could go viral. Could go viral. That dude uh, is it? Crit- it's long. Ryan Long. Um, the uh, he did one the other day where he, he's a, a white guy, that, or he's a he's a black he's a white guy who used to be black, but he voted for Trump, and you know you know how that's the that's the bit, right? That's the joke, right? Right. And uh, he does he cat calls a woman as a guy in like a do rag and an under arm and a under armor shirt, sleeveless under arm shirt, under armor shirt. And, uh, it seems to be real footage because she responds so 
fucking aggressively and so it's it it feels real and it's so uncomfortable and i i'm not built for that i'm not built for that sasha baron cohen shit i'm not built for any of that shit don't don't put me with the public i don't know i find it kind of fun i find it like it's definitely scary in the moment but to me it's like it's like going to a bulldoze bulldoze show it's like fuck i'm gonna get my ass kicked right now <laughs> it's kind I mean, of thrilling it's just kind of thrilling and something might happen if you're looking yeah, I mean, for an seemingly. ass kicker, i'm sure we can find one no, but it's not. It's not. It's not about the ass kicking. It's about the the the. It's about the clout. It's about the likes. It's about the 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 chase. It's about the the content. It's about becoming celebs. Wow, getting invited to the clout mansion. What's it called? The hype mansion. Wow, you. This is a new side of you. You've gone Hollywood already. I'm glad that you're uh, t- tapping this part of this dark aura. If you're not actively seeking. Uh, to elevate yourself, then what? What worth is your existence? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm with that, but I don't think it has to be through clout. Well, what other means is there? You know what? That's fair. <laughs> you've been you've been doing the career artist thing for a long time. Where has it gotten you? Poverty. In in, in an apartment in East Hollywood. With your gay I'm a, lover. I'm a, I'm a grown man uh, uh, sleeping on a cot with a roommate. <laughs> Precisely. It's time we go start fights for the internet. You know, you're making a lot of sense. In April Fool's 1974, a man burned 70 rubber tires on top of a dormant volcano in Alaska. <laughs> Where's that energy today? <laughs> Where is that energy? That dude rules. That's what I'm saying. We need to be that dude. I don't know who that dude is. Let's say his name is uh, Jim Jim Powell. Where is the Jim Powell of today? I think it's Marcus Wolf, and I think we know. I think we know. I think that's how. I think that's what it has to be. I think we need that. That's the kind of energy that needs to be. Look, no one now is prime because no one wants to have fun anymore. So you have to, you have to, you have to make your own. Hold on. The comedians are talking about this on various podcasts. Uh, is comedy going to get better now or worse? Um, neither. I don't think much changes in a Biden world. I, I think a lot changes. I, I, How so? So, uh, I had an incident where I needed the advocacy of a friend to stand up for me. And she said, sorry, I know that your thing is right, but I can't because defending a man right now would look really Trumpy. (laughs) That's what what an actual friend said to me. What she said, because she's like, she's in that activist, like kind of like a, like, safe space sort of vibe, like 2014 bullshit fucking you're, you're all bankers now bullshit. And, uh, she, she just said, it's just, it just looks so Trumpy that my friends will turn on me. And that's scary. Scary. That's why I I don't really talk about this stuff very much on here, but I, I, when I say that if I come off cynical or, or just skeptical, 
about all of this stuff, about anybody's sort of claim to, to righteousness during this time, it's, it's informed. It, 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 like I, I didn't just, I wasn't, I was born a dick maybe, but I really came to these things through experience and seeing how kind of social movements, uh, sort of a counter, a, a self-perceived counterculture, how all of these things are, are really, really, really toxic uh, to truth, uh, how they they sort of uh, sublimate uh, uh, truth uh, in in favor of narrative, and I think that that goes away. With for example, there's all these issues that if you were critical of, you were seen as being in line with Trump because he was also critical of them, and that goes away now. So I'm very, very grateful for that. And I think mm. that, I think that, uh, I honestly think Trump beat this country. I think that it's Trump won America zero. I think that this country allowed itself to be bullied by really just, I mean, what, like an overweight 70 year old, you allowed yourself to be bullied because you changed the whole way you operate to accommodate this fucking loser. I, I that's crazy. <laughs> you know I mean? So I, I want, I'm sad that my, that, that there's so many weak willed people in this world, but I'm also pretty happy that I don't, I won't at least have to deal with it moving forward. I, I, I wouldn't hold my breath on that dude. I, I don't think I don't, I don't think Trump was necessarily the call. I think he inflamed some things, but I don't know if he was the tumor. And I don't know that it goes away entirely. I just, I don't think it will. I don't I think it will. Re retard is back. I'm taking that as a sign. Mm. Yeah, but that'll probably go away again. Maybe, but it, it's, I see that as the air coming out of the balloon a little bit. And, oh yeah. I mean, the air, the air is coming out of the balloon for sure. I don't know if it's going to, I don't think things will be quite as tense, you know, as maybe it was for a little while. But yo, think about this. People really started getting in and in, in, in their bag on a lot of things while Obama was in office. Like it was really, 2014 was the year where everyone really started getting like, kind of wild from my perspective yeah agreed you know so so i don't i don't know maybe yeah i think i think your analogy was perfect i think you're letting the air out a little bit but i don't i don't i don't see it going away wholesale i i mean i don't i i and i'd love to be proven wrong i think maybe when like someday the fuck knows when maybe in another year whenever corona like fully recedes and we're back to some semblance of like full normalcy maybe then i think then because i think maybe people will will start going back to regular life and they'll go hey these things that maybe i took for granted before they were taken away i remember them i really enjoy them and maybe people can loosen up a little bit yeah i'm i'm optimistic I think that uh, Trump caused an actual psychosis in so many people's heads. And for those of us that didn't get that syndrome, we're, we're all sitting here like we're an invasion of the body snatchers watching friends and family just like look different. 
and uh, I'm I just need I need the head vampire to die, you know. So it, 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 it's it's time. Let's go back to making a couple jokes. Uh, you know, we needed a, a new South Park, whatever that might be. Uh, bring all that shit on. Bring on some prosperity so that like it, it it masks the whole thing, but not too much because then when we get soft, we start really caring about dumb shit. So I'm hoping for a '90s vibe, you know, where everybody's just sort of a selfish asshole. I would I would love for that. Um, a little money in people's pockets would be nice too. Although we might have to wait on that one. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how things go. I mean, I don't know. It looks like we're buckling down for another bit of the Rona lockdown. So I guess we have to fully reside to that fact that that's like not going away for a little while, you know, maybe when the vaccine comes out and like, what does that even entail? What's this vaccine bullshit that I'm hearing about? Uh, You've gone full old man. So I'm getting off the phone with you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what is this vaccine i don't yeah, know no, you're just like at a barber shop now you're just you're off on one you're just like and another thing I, I don't know my leg hurts whenever we talk about the vaccine so uh everybody this has been worst possible timeline uh we promise for a higher quality of uh, podcast when uh, eric gets out here supposedly it's happening two weeks eric is that correct yeah two weeks something like that so in two weeks, Eric and I will be in the same space. This is rather exciting for the two of us. Uh, we haven't been together in a long, long time. Uh, I, I haven't seen you since February. Is that right? You left on tour and you never came back. Yeah. Waiting for I, my I husband to return I'm, from war. I made my way in the world. Uh, and now I come back to you. I come back to you. As as the as the local boy who proved himself, he went out in the world and he made money so he could uh, ask for your hand in marriage. And then, as typically happened, I come back and I find that you are fucking my cousin. So, <laughs> no, see, I see you're the you're the you're the dad who went out for a pack of smokes and just never came back. That's a good vibe. So, everybody, <laughs> worst possible timeline. You know the number. When Eric's here, we're gonna start. We're gonna have the board in front of us, so we can start plugging your phone calls into the board. We're gonna have little headphones. It'll be a much more professional atmosphere uh, than this Zoom era of podcasting, uh, which sucks balls. So, uh, it should be an exciting ride. Uh, into prosperity for the two of us. Thank you for those of you, of you who uh, give to us on Patreon. We're going to try to get that. We're going to try to double that number in the next six months uh, so that we can spend your money in absurd and uh, largely offensive ways. Yes, exactly. Um, yep, we'll be in the same place soon. Patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Hit that up at WP Timeline on Twitter. We're going to start doing phone calls again. We're going to do live streams way more often because we're going to be in the same place all the time. And at that point, it's like, why not just do a fucking live stream? Are you going to be are you going to be the kind of roommate, right? Like whenever I'm, you know, let's say I'm having like a moment of like manic depressiveness. Are you are you going to be there? Are you going to are you going to run out the door? I mean, how dark are you getting? I can get dark. What? Yeah. What is up with you getting dark? I, I don't even understand dark. Whenever you get dark, I'm going to slap your face and I'm going to say, toughen up, toughen up, 
what are you? Are you a man? Or are you a fucking worm? And then I'm going to say, if you're a worm, get on the ground. Roll around on the ground like a worm. Let's see you be a fucking worm. No, you're a man. Two feet. Let's go. We're going to go hike that mountain. And then I'm going to walk behind you like uh, like Mac and the trainer. I don't, I don't remember little Mac and the trainer. For the, whatever the trainer's name oh, is. Oh, Punch Out. Punch Out. Yeah, from Punch Out. Um, we're going to call him Marcus Wolf. And uh, he, he's going to just jog behind you, little Mac. You know, and you're gonna be sobbing. You're gonna be like, "I'm not a man. I'm weak. I want to give up." And I'm gonna say, "I'm gonna say, listen, we're, we're in the most prosperous country in the world during the most fucking least violent time in human history. You have literally nothing to complain about. Shut the fuck up." And then I'm going to get uh, from all these corny ass fucking Hollywood uh, uh, sort. Oh, we're we're. I was gonna say we're gonna get some leatherware. I'm gonna hit you with the leatherware while while we're jogging, but. Uh, there we are right next to ho- one of Hollywood's most infamous bars. You're not allowed oh. to go in. It. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that. No, no, no. You're on the straight and narrow. You can only walk around this famous bar. I was I was thinking about how I would like to go to a bar and like act like an erratic asshole, but I also but I don't want to. Can I do that sober? No, because if you meet a woman, then then uh, you, you look real creepy. Oh, damn it! Yeah, it probably does look creepy. I'll figure it out. Like, I'll figure like it out. I don't care. Like I, I really don't care. Like I, I would go. I don't really enjoy bars, but, uh, like I would go to a bar and be social with friends. But it sucks. Like I mean, I have a girlfriend now, so it doesn't matter. But it sucks if you're like chatting some girl up and then you're like. Oh, even though this person is like probably fully cognizant and if I suggest that they're like they've had a couple drinks so that they can't consent, they're gonna actually be mad at me because it seems ridiculous to them. I'm I'm opening myself up to the idea that that she wasn't fully able to consent. So now I have to decline this generous offer to go home with this woman. Uh so uh and God, you're scared. You're so scared. Yo, you got no idea how scary it is. Eric, yo, I'm telling you, man, once you are visible in any sort of way, you open yourself up for the weirdest shit you can imagine. You don't, like, I'm telling our listenership, if you are a fucking landscaper, uh, Me Too does, it means nothing. It means nothing. If if you uh, run your own uh I don't even fucking know uh, uh, video editing business for local churches and you make commercials for pizza parlors and shit. Uh, Me too means nothing. But if you are visible on any level, you straight up are just whether you, you know, if you did something, fuck it, you're way done. But if you didn't do shit, you at least open yourself up for the potential that somebody will say something about you. So Trust me, I'm very happy in my relationship, but should I ever be single again? Should my girl leave me or die? I will never tell people my real name. I'm I'm just going to be I'm going to tell people I'm a gardener. Name uh Marcus Wolf. Yeah, I'm a gardener named Marcus Wolf. And and that's so scared, way. so scared of life. You don't know how scary it is out here. Once you I'm telling this is to our listeners. Once somebody lies on you or you see somebody close to you get lied on, it is, it, it changes your brain. You can't even function. Like, 
I feel yeah, you're not wrong. I fear women. I don't even like to be around women. Jesus. All right. Well, you're gonna have to get used to it because we're gonna be around all the 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 TikTokers and influencers in the world. No, they're like they're like uh, uh, skinny little gay dudes. I'm fine with them. All right. Do they ride little scooters? I, I told you I ran into some. I met some kid at the park who's like probably 22 or something like that, and he had he's he's got like 10k followers on Instagram, and some company just gave him a fucking free electric scooter. Yeah, we need the free shit. That's why we got to do uh, uh, really poorly written sketches. You know what? If SNL can do it and be that unfunny, then so can we. Yo, there's no way that we'd be worse than SNL. (laughs) That's exactly what I'm saying. No way. But you're out here. You're afraid of, of getting canceled. So, but your entire, your entire sense of humor Puts us on a cross. Nah, but here's the thing. I have no problem getting canceled for something I said. I don't care about that at all. But I, people lying is like, people lying triggers me. Like I straight up when I, uh, and people think that this is bullshit. I can smell a lie now. Like if I, if I'm watching somebody lie about anything, it could be like, you know, fucking, uh, uh, did you give money to the Contras? You know what I mean? Like if, if I, I can tell when somebody's lying and I, I trigger out now. Like that's how bad uh, the Me Too era was for musicians. Like for our listeners, I'm not, I'm never allowed to talk about this, but there's three dudes who almost killed themselves over false allegations, straight up, straight up nearly killed themselves. Like not like suicide had to be committed, all that shit for shit that was completely false. And these are people that you all know, you know what I mean? And this is like, this has been the last four years or so. So I'm really fucking glad that the air is coming out of the balloon because the amount of shit that I've seen, like, yo, here's what became average. People think this is a joke. This became average for somebody's ex friend, literal ex friend. They'd say, you know, I used to be friends with so-and-so. And at that time she said, uh, that so-and-so used to, uh, hit her up when he, when she was uh, 17, like, and then send that email to like the management companies of big bands. So like anybody that thinks that you know of a band that hasn't been accused of something, you're completely wrong. Literally every band that, that any person listening to this could name has been accused of something because it was such a fucking era. I have friends that work at like talent agencies and shit. They get three messages like this a fucking week from people that are like unsubstantiated, like my friend used to say this thing, or I knew this girl, blah, blah, blah. And it's never like, like obviously they take the ones that sound serious seriously. Cause they've got to do that. But like, there's so much weird, weird, weird. I want to be the person that brought this to light. I want to be the person that gets people talking about this. I want to be the person that bathes in the clout resonance of, of this moment. And I, you know what, maybe in like three years, I'll talk about it openly about like the people that like the people that got really fucked on this, but it is, uh, it's, you don't get it. It's really scary if you're, if you're notable at all. So I stopped like, I'm glad that I have a girlfriend because not just is she really great, but also it's like, I couldn't even conceive of trying to be 
a single dating person right now. I, th- I think it sounds like a nightmare. But, it is a nightmare. but um, listen, it's just a matter of time before I get sick of playing music and I just start using all the bad words. I don't care about words at all. I, th- I think that anybody that tries to cancel you for a thing you said is a straight fucking loser and should kill themselves. But the 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 other shit, like the serious things that people say, this particularly serious lies, yo, that shit is that's sacred shit. You gotta be careful with that. You done? Have I scared you? <laughs> no, not really. Um, where were we at? Yeah, uh, don't be the person that tries to get clout in that way. You gotta, you gotta be the guy who who lights the tires on fire on top of the dormant volcano. That's that's the man you want to be in the world. Yeah, exactly. Alaska Joker. Alaska Joker. That's what you want to be. All right, everybody. Um, yeah, hit the Patreon, hit the Twitter, uh, and we'll uh, we'll get at you soon. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, don't cancel movie Bob. He's just a pathetic guy, not an actual uh, danger. Goodbye. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.